0: Welcome to Personal Financial Strategy, the podcast, a podcast wholly devoted to you and your relationship with money, bringing expertise to bear on how you earn, invest, and spend your hard-earned cash. I'm your host, Tony King, and today we welcome a special guest to the podcast, Gordon Stein. Gordon is a personal finance author, keynote speaker, and blogger at cashflowcookbook.com. Welcome to the Personal Financial Strategy podcast, Gordon. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you so much, Tony. Well, you know, all of our listeners, they like to know a little bit of background on our guests. So I'm, I'm going to ask you first up, where do you work and live? I'm in
1: Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, I'm a Canadian citizen and a U.S. permanent resident. So I spent
0: a lot of time on airplanes speaking in both countries about cashflow cookbook. Fantastic. And I wonder if you'd share with us a little bit about your background and the past <laughs> that led you to what you're doing today.
1: Well, I've always uh, been interested in business, but my career was really in high tech sales, marketing and operations, companies like Apple and Dell computer, but always interested, you know, Tony in personal finance and uh, you know, how do you how do you grow wealth and how do you reduce expenses and all these kinds of things. So, I discovered a few hacks that freed up some more cash flow minimal effort. You know, minimal sacrifice. And uh, that grew to a list and it grew to a spreadsheet. And then ultimately it became Cashflow Cookbook. So now I spend my time revising the book, doing podcasts and uh, new blog posts and,
0: and a lot of speaking on stages in Canada and the US. Fantastic. So it's quite a career transition from high tech industry to kind of high touch personal finance. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. But, you know, I love it. This really helps people.
1: It makes a difference in people's lives. So it's um, it's really enjoyable. It's very
0: satisfying. Very fun. Yeah. So I think we're in this space for the same reasons. Uh, You know, at PFS, we're really focused on the day to day kind of ins and outs of personal finance, kind of working with people. We're we're not about so much giving investment advice or anything like Mm -hmm. that. What we try and do is help people uh, develop a, for lack of a better word, I call it a a financial engine, turn their uh, financial life into a financial engine whose output is uh, more money per month, more money over and above, paying for their current lifestyle so that they have some money to contribute toward their financial future. And I know that's exactly the intent of the cash flow Cookbook. So we're very similar in that, in, in that our goals are exactly the same. Um, we wanna set people up for a very bright financial future. Right. Uh, I'd like to tell the strategists out there, Gordon in his book spells out certain recipes. I think our vernacular at PFS, we might use the word legitimate strategies. And when you employ these recipes, they will lead anyone to a bright financial future. And in his book, Gordon's identified 60 different recipes for freeing up money. And here's the key, without making any sacrifices to your current lifestyle, He's also very good at demonstrating the impact these strategies can have on an individual's long-term financial goals. So without further delay, what do you say we crack open some of these recipes and find some money in our current lifestyles that we can invest toward our financial future? What do you say, Gordon? Yeah, that sounds great. We can do that for sure. All right. I wonder if you could just pick one. Pick one from your book, maybe, and uh, outline it for us how you found money in someone's existing lifestyle to put toward their financial future.
1: Yeah. So in the book, we've got
0: $13,000 of
1: monthly savings ideas. And a lot of people say monthly. And I say, yes, monthly, $13,000 worth. <laughs> so a, a typical person might be able to free up $500 a month, $1,000, $2,000, not uncommon. People won't be able to use every idea in the book. They may be already doing some, but they fall into broad groups. So some of them are really about conserving. How do you reduce your consumption of something to free up more money? We can talk about that. Sure. Some of them are um, using innovation and new innovative ways to do things that are cheaper than you know, the traditional way that people may not have thought of Mm -hmm. and others are about uh shopping around and people may not realize just how easy it is to shop or i may have never shopped or reshopped any of the things that they see as their monthly bills so you know i'll give you one quick example i'm here in cleveland ohio we bought a 1938 house and uh you know the electricity bills and gas bills uh not cheap typically in a house of that vintage but it was a of changes helped me to lower the electricity bill by 50% five zero and lower our gas heating bill by about a third. Wow. So just getting a little bit smarter on some of those things. So this is in that sort of conservation world. As one example in our home here, We actually have three doors that go out to our garage from within the house. Oh, wow. Sort of a grand old home. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, one of them, I thought it was a little chilly, which I use as my workroom. And I took a look and there was about a three quarter of an inch gap underneath the door heading out to the garage. So I'm an engineer by training. If you do the math on a three quarter inch gap by a 30 inch door, it's equal to having a six inch hole in your wall. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be, you know, the, yeah. owner, the original owner from, believe it or not, 1938. And uh, yes, that old. Really? Uh, never touched it. Never looked at it. <clears throat> so a little bit of weather stripping. I think I spent eight or nine dollars at Home Depot you know, clean that up. Um, and similarly, with attic insulation, in the roof, almost nothing there. Really? So one time spend of about $700. But that saved me about three or $400 a year on my heating bill. Wow. So There's lots of conservation things, simple things. You don't have to tear apart your house or, you know, tear off walls to insulate. Handful of simple ideas. All the Exact recipe of how you do that inside cash flow cookbook. Nice. So there's a starter one and we've got lots, lots more we can get into whatever kind you
0: like. Okay. And let's just uh, go with your example. Now you've freed up three to $400 that was coming out of your pocket every month. Do you have recommendations on where that three to $400 should be spent. <laughs> so in the book, I talk about for step one.
1: People say, where do I start with my finances? My finances are a wreck. I'm not saving anything. I don't have any net worth. I don't have any wealth that I've right. got. And in the book, I say step one is you broil a bill. Lots of cooking puns. So we're going to take a bill, we're going to broil that bill. Okay. You can shop your car insurance. You can lower your home utility costs. I lay out exactly how to do each one of these things in the book. So then once you do it, step two, I call it savor the savings. And what I mean by that is, if we free up hundred dollars a month on our electricity bill, and, we, and that's the end of it, we're going to leave that sloshing around in our checking account. It's going to get slurped up in the It world. will, it, you know, what it'll just be gone. It's going to be another another trip to Dunkin' Donuts, another lunch out, a new shirt. Well, it'll just fritter away. Yeah. So. We've got to have the discipline. And rather than budgeting, I like the idea of just eliminate it. Take the $112 a month you saved on the electricity bill. And right away you're going to commit that to paying down your car loan faster, paying down debt faster, or incremental investment with your wealth advisor. So you get it out of your hands right away. And that's not sacrificing anything because you didn't have it before anyway, you were living just fine before this change. So we're gonna free up $100 here, $200 there, and right away, let's put it to a virtuous purpose, like yeah. reducing debt, increasing wealth.
0: I think that might be the aspect of the uh, cash flow cookbook that I like the best, mm-hmm. is it's, it's a very low pain. <laughs> all, the, all your recommendations are very painless, I should say. but. The thing is, there is joy on the other end, maybe not for 20 or 30 years, but definite joy. Do you have a a method by which you can demonstrate how much joy you get in 20 and 30 years? Oh, I do. Yeah. So in the book, so
1: in Cashflow Cookbook, um, the book is divided into two parts, Tony. So the first part, I called it the banquet. Yeah. And it stars this couple, Eric and Keisha. And we're going to look over their shoulders. They're a forty-year-old couple. They got twin boys. They got all the usual stuff: two cars and a lovely home, and all the usual things that people have. But they're putting away next to nothing for their retirement. They're saving about two percent. At that pace, they will be able to retire never. <laughs> so uh, they yeah. make they watch and they make a series of financial discoveries, and they free up more and more cash flow. They give it to Wendy, their wealth advisor. And what happens over the course of the, the pages that we're reading uh, about Eric and Keisha, they add a million and a half to their wealth at retirement. Wow. And I think as they see this happening, they get more and more excited about it and they get more and more ideas about how to free up more and more cash flow. They build more and more wealth. But here's the key they give up. Nothing. The traditional personal finance, oh, you've got to give up the things you love. You've got to do meticulous budgeting. You can do budgeting if you want, but I think if you just make those changes, you reduce a bill and you commit it right away to something good, reduce another bill, commit it to something good, and then you start watching your wealth. As in the book, I call it getting wiser on wealth. So they're tracking what's their wealth picture. And as they make these changes, they see their wealth start to grow. They see their debts start to fall downward. They see their investments start to rise. And that gives them real joy because they know that they're building
0: for a secure future while giving nothing up. Yeah. You know, you've just outlined a plan and that is what is missing in so many people's personal finances is having some sort of plan. And I I, I like yours, obviously, for the the feature of the painless, <laughs> the painless plan. And if you don't mind, I'm gonna start calling the cash flow cookbook the painless plan oh, sure. <laughs> to your future. But I love that. Uh and you know, financial advisors are great. I mean, they're so good at uh, you know, I know a lot of people out there right now are going, well. What's the rate of return on that? if i if I free up five hundred dollars a month and invest it over thirty years, what what kind of rate of return? And really, neither you or I are here to answer that question. That's what financial advisors are for. And so uh, another aspect of your methods that I really like is involving someone else in your in your personal finances. And that's for whatever reason, that's something that's, Absent in the American culture at least, people are, are are far too, in my opinion, far too private. They just don't seek help that that readily. I don't know if it's a pride thing or or what it is, but I love that you introduced the idea of get some money out of your current lifestyle, go mining for it. It's there, you can find it. Everyone has a lifestyle. I mean, <laughs> they just do. And uh There's gold in there. If you go in with intention, pull it out and then involve someone else in the investment of that someone that that's their life. That's what they focus on, because most of us don't have a the inclination to focus on that and b the time. Mm -hmm. So I love that you introduce that in into your schema. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, uh, Gordon. I, I always like to kind of wrap things up with giving our listeners the best way to get in contact with you or the best way to, in your case, possibly uh, pick up a copy of the book.
1: Yeah. So um, you can go to my website, cashflowcookbook.com. I've got blog posts in there. I've got utensils. I've got ingredients that all follows the, the bad cooking puns. I carry that throughout. And um, if you want to get a copy of Cashflow Cookbook, you can get it on Amazon. Um, there's both a US edition there and a Canadian edition for our friends to the north. Uh, you know, probably the best investment ever is always learning. So I really recommend people build themselves a library of great financial books. And I think, you know what? Buy them, have them in a library, go back and read them and reread them. You know, ideas on investing, ideas on saving, all of that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I like to think the Cashflow Cookbook could be a great addition to your home library. So you get that on Amazon as a Kindle edition or a paperback uh, edition. You can find out how to reach me on my website at cashflowcookbook.com.
0: Fantastic. And as always listeners, You can get in touch with Personal Financial Strategy at our website, personalfinancialstrategy.com. And until next time, strategists keep on strategizing.